Emily Jeffords here on the Do It For The Process podcast. I'm happy to have you here today. We are in day two of our Share The Work video series. And yes, it is a video series. This is audio only, obviously. But if you click the link down below, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a link to the Share The Work video series. Click on that and you can actually watch all of these episodes live and they are beautiful. And there's a Facebook group you can join and the graphics are lovely and there's things that you can download and share and it's just a happy, beautiful place. The podcast is also wonderful though. So if you're an auditory learner, then this is a space for you. But if you prefer to watch things and see things and be a part of a community, then click the link below and join the Share the Work video series. Next week, we begin the Share the Work challenge. It begins next Monday. And while the video series is your space to immerse yourself and to kind of just soak and enjoy and nourish, the challenge is where I get to talk to you live. Yes, live. I will be live on camera every single day and it's your space to really take action so no more just sitting at home listening quietly and taking notes although i do love that headspace next week we begin to actually do things in our creative business in our creative studios and in our creative practices alongside one another and it's a very special energy full of encouragement and empowerment and actual practical wisdom and advice coming from not only me but from our community as well our community is growing to about 5,000 people thus far and it's growing every day and i would love for you to be a part of it so join the share the work video series and then join the challenge next week like i said it begins on monday and i can't wait for it to start All right, today we're going to get into something a little bit more nerdy, a little bit more really, really practical, especially as you grow your creative business. Let's say that you've you've begun, you've progressed to a certain point, you know how to create work that you love and that you're proud of, and now you're ready to sell it and put it out in the world and make it, you know, a thriving part of your life and of your business and a sustainable part of who you are as a human. How do you do that? Well, Today's episode is all about how to practically grow your creative business. The three things that you must know to sell artwork. They're very important. They're very foundational to how you progress in your creative career from here on out. And if this is just enough to kind of, you know, spark your interest and make you want more, (laughs) well, I have more. I have so much more. On the 18th of February, Making Artwork opens for enrollment. This is our third year doing this course. Making Artwork is a very intensive 12-week course for creative entrepreneurs and fine artists in particular. And this course helps you not only get your business established, but grow and have something that actually sustains your life. The alumni of Making Art Work do not stay in the hobbyist phase. They progress quickly out of it and into something that actually is profitable and sustaining. And it's not at all uncommon to have it fund your family, to have it fund your full life, to grow a full-time job out of your creative work, which is incredible. We have alumni that have met, you know, all of their sales goals in a couple of months. We have alumni that have retired their husbands. We have alumni that have hit a million dollars in sales. We have alumni that have um, tripled their income year after year. It's just absolutely astounding. And yes, those cases are very flashy and incredible, and I'm so, so proud of them. But there's absolutely no reason that you can't also be that kind of success story. 
they all took the course and took a leap of faith also thinking, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to try. I think I feel something inside of me and I think I can try doing this. And they all outdid themselves and proved themselves right time and time again and said, this is happening. Can I go one step further? Can I be a tiny bit more bold? Can I be a tiny bit bigger? And when you begin to take those steps and to trust that your work will return goodness to you, it, it begins to happen. Every single time it begins to happen. And I, it just ugh, it fires me up. Can you tell I'm just like, oh, it's so, it's so deeply meaningful to do this work and to get to watch alumni and people that I get to spend so much time with so much intentional, you know, question and answer time and mentorship and looking at people's websites and just helping them through this process. That is such a special and intimate role that I get to take and to watch them thrive is one of my greatest honors in my life. So I would, I would very much love if you would consider the course. If you feel that kind of thing inside of you saying, I think it's time for me to grow. I think it's time for my work to grow. Join us. Absolutely join us. Do not wait a year. You don't have a year to waste. Trust me. No, no, no. You don't have that many years to, to you know, spin your wheels and try things out. We, we don't have time for that. Join me this year and let's do this. Okay, with that, let's dive into today's episode. Again, like I said yesterday, the audio is going to sound different because this is a recording that was made in my living room. So if you watch the video, it makes total sense. I'm standing in a beautiful room. There's a piano in front of me, which you can't see because the camera's propped on the piano. <laughs> um, there are bookshelves behind me. There's a couch, there's hardwood floors, there's a giant ceiling, which means the audio sounds a little bit atmospheric. Let's call it atmospheric, a little, a little echoey. But if you can listen through that, I promise you're going to get so much goodness out of this. If you prefer to watch everything happening, join the community, join the challenge, then you can do so via the link below. Okay, let's dive into this. Three things you must know to sell artwork. You ready? Let's go. Hello, welcome to Share the Work, a four-part video series brought to you by my signature course, Making Art Work, which opens for enrollment February 18th. In this free mini course, we're going to talk about so many things that are going to set you up for success in your creative entrepreneurship, specifically if you are a fine artist, a maker, or a creative who makes and sells physical goods. Now in this free course, we're going to talk about representing your work beautifully and effectively online and offline, deciding which pieces are worth selling, and I recommend selling only the good ones. <laughs> tips for getting the attention of collectors, and deep and beautiful mindset shifts that are going to set you up for success and sustainability in this creative space. Now in this first video, we're gonna get into the meat and the goodness of representing your work and vision online and offline. Now let's dive in. Now a bit about me, in case you don't know who I am, my name is Emily Jeffords. I'm a fine artist. I, I just recently celebrated my 10th year in business. Um, actually, my 10th year in business happens officially on February 10th, so happy birthday to my business. Over those 10 years, I have grown from selling paintings for $1 and living in deep, deep poverty to running a very high six-figure business 
having collectors around the globe selling thousands and thousands of pieces of artwork and running a little studio team teaching thousands of creatives and having a business that I honestly could not have imagined from the start. In the beginning, like I said, I was selling paintings for very little money. My first painting officially was sold for $1, the next for $2, the next for $3, the next for $4. The 44th painting was $44. Are you catching the trend here? I began my career with a project that was a little bit of a genius marketing move, but it was really unsustainable and very unprofitable. I began doing a painting a day, uh, began February 10th of 2010 with my new baby by my side and a bunch of scraps left over from art school that were laying around my studio. I began sharing my work very publicly with my audience, um, letting them know about this project, about this, this thing I was working on, and I began painting. One painting every day sold for the dollar amount of that day. Now, like I said, Brilliant for marketing. I got a lot of attention. People loved the idea. They loved the message. They loved my voice, my energy, the fact that I was showing up day in and day out with a small baby. But completely unsustainable because I wasn't making any money whatsoever. In fact, I was paying money to sell my work, which we don't want to do that, obviously. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about marketing. I learned a lot about showing up in the way that I want to be perceived and seen. I learned a lot about making a profit, about making this a sustainable business model, one that your family can live on, one that you can thrive on and feel comfort and security in. Because here's a little tip for you, which I think that you're probably already sensing. It's very hard to remain creative if you feel like your creativity is not feeding you. Now, I know the creative process can be so fun and so energizing, but if you feel like it's not rewarding you in other ways, you're not gonna continue doing it for the long haul. And I want you to be here for the long haul. So that's a large focus of making art work, is setting up sustainable businesses that will actually fund your life, that will be profitable, that will be rewarding in a myriad of ways, not just financially or creatively, but emotionally and in connections and in the impact you get to make in the world and in the message you get to share with the world. There's so many layers of sustainability that we get into in this course. It's amazing. Okay, let's go back. Today we're talking about three things you must know to sell art online. Now, number one, your website is your gallery, but you don't need a website. If you have one, great. If you don't, you can get around that. It's no big deal. But think of your online space, whether it's your website, whether it's your social media, whether it's your Etsy shop or a blog, whatever you have online, Think about that as your way of meeting people in the world. Think of that as your gallery. Think of like a traditional gallery, gallery where people walk in, they look at your work, they admire it, they you know take a moment with it. That's what you wanna create online. If you have an online space, create a sacred space that is intended to focus on your work very specifically. That means removing distractions. That means pointing people in the right direction. That means attracting them from wherever they happen to be. Think about your website as, as your island or your Instagram as your island or wherever your space is online that doesn't matter so much. Think about that space as your island and you want to pull people there in tugboats that are so alluring and so attractive and then once they get there, they find even more richness and beauty and nourishment and things that they want to bring into their life. That's what good online marketing is. In design and social media, less is more and the most important thing is that you share your glorious work with the world. Don't let a website hold you back. If you don't have a website yet, 
get around that. Find another space online that you can use to create that sacred space for your work in the world. An Instagram account, blog, Etsy, get creative with it. You don't need a professional website at the get-go to make this thing work for you. Now, a great example of this is a past student, Elle Stone. She used to share all kinds of things on her Instagram. Any bit of inspiration that came her way, she shared on her Instagram account. And she says that it left her feeling scattered, it left her audience feeling scattered, and honestly, it left her artwork feeling scattered. Everything was just a, a giant conglomeration of the things that she found attractive and inspiring in that moment. But what happens is when you share the things that are most inspiring to you in the moment, they may not tell a full picture and they may not share the full vision of what you want to convey with both your work and your brand and your messaging. And she said something really sweet that I want to read to you here. She says, I used to share every bit of inspiration that came my way, but I realized that I was scattered, my art was scattered, and my audience had no clue what was going on. Really defining my collection themes, my brand vibe, and the way that I showed up in the world made all the difference in my business. We're talking mega dollars. I had just sold my first actual collection and it made more income than my whole first year at my job. You guys, did you know you can do this? This is a thing that we creatives get to do. Elle is not established. She just sold her first collection and yet she's finding success and sustainability because her, her vision is clear her messaging is clear and she knows how to show up in her, in her online space. That is incredible. That gives me so much joy. Well done, Elle. So thus far, we've talked about creating a space online that you can call your own that is dedicated to you and to your work. We've talked about drawing people into your space. I want to elaborate on this one a little bit. It's very, very important. Your collectors won't find you unless you invite them into your gallery, AKA your online space. And you can choose a myriad of places to find your collectors. Um, Instagram is a great option, Facebook, social media in general, Pinterest, but then take it offline. A lot of my collectors came from in-person events like art shows, craft shows, gallery openings, um, from designers that I've worked with in my local community. Really get creative with how you want to share your work with the world. Um, clarify where that's going to be and then really make it your own. Make it really beautiful and fit like fitting with your vision. Your work will only be attractive if you are actively attracting people to your work. Now, this is a really big component in making artwork. We talk a lot about creating a brand vibe is kind of the term that we use. We talk a lot about using photography and copy, how you speak about your work, how you bring it to the world in your website. All of these things work in harmony and all of them need to fit your vision for your work, for your presence in the world and for what you want to do. What's, what's your impact? What's your message? What's your highest work? Those heart questions really play out in how you market, how you photograph, how you talk about your work, where you talk about your work. And all of that clarity leads to a deep attraction within your audience, and therefore they become collectors. Now, one piece of advice that I got years ago, which is very simple, but has stayed with me because it was so powerful, is don't be boring. Don't ever be boring. A boring brand is forgotten. A boring piece of artwork is forgotten. Real impactful work stays with you for some reason. Now, you can be less boring in two ways. Number one, your story. You are selling so much more than a painting or a scarf or a wall hanging or a pot. You are selling a story. 
let your audience get to know your story. Let them get to know their story. This is something that we talk about extensively in making art work because what you're really selling is their story. You're selling your audience's story. Let them see how your work connects with their life and how you can amplify their life in the process. The second way that you can sell your work and be less boring online and offline is through aesthetics. Now this one is a lot of fun because you get to really show your creativity in this way. Your brand colors, the things that you, that you work with, the things that you bring around your work, um, how your website looks, how your booth looks at art shows and craft shows. All of these things are your aesthetic and they all hover around the sphere of your work, making your work so beautiful and so powerful and so clearly elevated. That's a huge component in making artwork. We talk about that for weeks and weeks and weeks because it matters. It really matters and it matters to your, your profitability. It matters to your work's voice in the world, your impact in the world. It's such a key component to having an online and offline brand. It also gives you so much clarity when you figure this out. I have a, a note from a student named Erica Haskett that I love reading. She says, I finally figured out how to combine my photography and paintings under one Instagram account. So she's creating an aesthetic that marries multiple different creative outlets, photography and painting. She says, I have been loving it. I've learned a ton about myself and how, what, and why I create. And I've gained more opportunities since I've been in a much better mind state thanks to this course. I have learned a ton and I'm so grateful. Erica, I am so happy to hear that and I know your work and it is beautiful, so congratulations. All right, so far we've talked about where and when and how to put your work in the world, online, offline, giving you a lot of ideas. Remember to begin with a vision. Remember to attract people to your work by having a clearly defined brand aesthetic, brand message and impact. And don't be boring. Have beautiful visuals, have a compelling story. Share all of that with your audience boldly and attractively and consistently. And I guarantee you're going to find success in this creative field. All right, if you'd like more information about making art work, doors open February 18th, and I would love to see you in there. You can find out more at emilyjeffordslearn.com. All the info is there for you. Also, I would love it if you would share this video series with your Instagram friends. Put it on your Instagram stories. Your creative friends are going to be so thankful you did. I'll be so thankful you did. And you get to look pretty rad in the process, so that's always a win. Right below this video, there's a little link to a Dropbox folder that has tons of images that you can share. I would be so honored and, and so thankful if you would share them for me on your Instagram stories. Okay, come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about how do you know if your work is worth selling. I'm gonna give you some tips for creating good art that you're going to be so proud to sell. We'll see you then. And hey, before we go, next week I'd love to invite you to something that we're doing that continues this conversation a little bit further, the Share the Work Challenge. We're gonna take one prompt a day as a community, implement it together, and share our work beautifully and boldly as a community. It's gonna be incredibly powerful and really helpful for your business. Now that happens before Making Artwork even launches, so seven days of powerful implementation and change in your business. I'll be there every day, popping in, giving you advice, telling you exactly how I do things. Photography, Instagram, sharing my work without feeling squeamish or weird, all the things. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I'd love for you to join us. RSVP right below, it's gonna be amazing. See you there.